everyone. Welcome back to the Magic Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Cohen. And as always, I am joined by the general manager and head coach of Magic Gaming, Jonah Edwards. And today joining us is special guest, May, the uh, longest tenured player in Magic Gaming history. Thanks to uh, both of you for coming aboard. Just to get everybody up to speed on where things are at in the NBA 2K League season, 5v5 mode is now underway. And at the time of this recording, Magic Gaming is getting set to play their first 5v5 game of the season in the tip-off, which will come against Wizards District Gaming on Wednesday, May 24th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, This week, they'll also have games against Cavs Legion GC and Knicks Gaming. And then next week, they will play against Hornets Venom GT, and that'll be a special contest, which I'll get to in just a little bit. But they'll also wrap up uh, tip-off group play against both Raptors Uprising GC and Celtics Crossover Gaming. Uh, Jonah, what can we expect from your squad in the tip-off as far as play style and just how this year's game operates in 5v5 mode? Yeah, I think, you know, from our team, um, I think the beauty is like we have the ability to to kind of change pace depending on our opponent and change play style depending on our opponent. I think that we have a team that can speed up, they can slow down, uh, they can play a variety of play styles. So uh, that's the kind of beauty to our roster and the versatility we have. Um, and as far as 5v5 gameplay in general, um, you're going to see a lot of uh, corner points, like cor- points from um, the corner players, the small forward, power forward. Um, you're going to see a lot, a lot more just hitting the slit from the center. Um, it's a little inconsistent shooting uh, as a guard. And so you're going to see the elite guards, I think, really separate themselves and their scoring ability uh, from the perimeter, whereas other guards may not have as much luck. So um, I think there's going to be a greater skill gap there at the, at the point guard and shooting guard position. Uh, but my guess is shooting guards will lead the league in scoring. Um, and I would say like league average points per game will probably be around 65 or so. That's interesting. Yeah, Cause in prior years, obviously the point guard kind of led the charge when it came to the scoring aspect of it. So that'll be good to, good to see. I mentioned earlier that you may are the longest tenured player in magic gaming history with this being year four for you. Uh, how special is it to know that you've been a part of this organization for that long? Uh, yeah, I think as I get older, I, I learn to be more grateful for like the opportunity, Jonah, and just the the Orlando Magic and just everything that comes with it. You know, living in Florida, um, just kind of seeing around the league and just realizing like I'm really blessed to be a part of, of this organization for as long as I have. So I think I'm learning just to enjoy the, the process, the good and the bad more than than ever so as i was saying before about magic gaming's upcoming contest against charlotte uh the magic will be hosting the hornets on sunday at 2 p.m eastern time at lead lake nona sports and health tech accelerator which is the home of magic gaming Uh, magic gaming is one of eight teams selected by the nba 2k league to host an in-person in-market game during the 2023 season After doors open, there will be a pregame show and team player introductions. Following their game, there will be a postgame show and Q&A session with the Magic Gaming team. Uh, The game is open to the public and free to attend. So hopefully we'll see you there. Uh, Jonah, uh, how excited are you for this? You know, I know back in 2019, there was a tournament at Full Sail University. I believe it was the ticket. Uh, that, but this will essentially be the first time you guys will be hosting an opponent at your at your home facility. Just how cool is that? 
Yeah, it's 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 an awesome opportunity, no question. I think um, you know, our goal internally is to is to you know get this product into as many you know fans that are interested in, in person as, as possible. Um and to show the also to show the 2K League that hey, like we can we can run this thing, we can host games here in Orlando. Let's let's get a few more next year. Um let's let's make this a regular, regular thing uh thing for us. So um a huge opportunity at hand for us to show like, hey, um, you know, also like you know, we're a good team. We're going to, you know, hopefully beat Charlotte on Sunday, um, show, showcase that, but also showcase the ability of our organization to to put the pieces together in a way that other organizations maybe aren't able to. And, we're, you know, we're blessed for the amount of resources we have, you know, internally, the Magic staff, man, they're, they're, they're pulling their weight. They're doing everything they can to make this thing happen. And so uh, we expect a pretty awesome event on Sunday. May, how much different is it when you play in person with your opponent right across from you versus playing remote? Obviously, you've had experience doing both, but just what are those key differences? Are the emotions different? The excitement level different? Uh, yeah, it might be a little more intense when you're face to face with your opponent, with your opponent, compared to just kind of online gameplay. Uh, I think our team, three v three wise, we didn't necessarily have a lot of trash talkers, but I did hear Jarvis and maybe a little bit of Oreo behind us, so. Maybe uh, when it's 5v5, um, they might talk a little more. But, uh, yeah, I think the Hornets, they have a few, I guess, trash talkers, so the room may be loud. But ideally, we kind of quiet them down by just uh, focusing on our gameplay and and getting the win. And, Jonah, what's the balance there as far as, you know, obviously you want your team to show excitement, to be fully into the game and all the emotions that come with it, but also staying focused, staying concentrated on the task at hand. Like, how do you balance that? I know your team isn't necessarily the type that's going to be super loud and, and vicious, let's say, but but at the same time, I'm sure in certain situations when there's a big play or a big moment, uh, they might show some emotion. But how do you keep them composed in those situations? Yeah, you know, I think it's always um, a next play mentality. Uh, and I think it's really more about focusing on us. I think when people get too caught up is is when they're focusing on the other team's gameplay, like mid-play screaming and yelling at the other team. I think it's easy to lose focus for a split second and give up a shot that maybe you shouldn't be doing that. So uh, focus on ourselves and after the play ends, you know, have your, have your fun and then lock back in for the next possession. That play matters no no longer. So um, that's really the focus. And in general, I think that's a, that's been a lesson that we've been trying to preach. Uh, I think really Robbie and I over the last um, several weeks, you know, uh, we have a younger, younger uh, new group, obviously, and, and symptoms unguardable in, in, in Scorio. So just keeping them focused every day, even in practice after an emotional swing, um, you know, we get two or three stops, they get offensive rebounds and they get a fluke bucket. Um, and just being able to reset focus, I think is, is really, really important. So it's something we talk about often. And so I expect us to be ready for that environment. We did see them a bit early in the 3v3 portion of the season, but now we will get to see symptoms and Scorio incorporated into the 5v5 mode. What do they each bring to the table, Jonah, as far as their play style and just the type of ways that they could contribute both offensively and defensively? Yeah, I'll start, I'll start with symptoms. Um, and the word I'll use for symptoms is just he's selfless, man. Like he actually does not care about his stat line at all. Um, he's a little prideful maybe when it comes to the other shooting guard stat line at times, which is pretty standard across the league, but in a good, honestly, a good thing, I think, um, because he wants to, you know, lock in and play good defense, but really, really a selfless guy, absolute knockdown shooter has some of the best off ball movement of any guard in the 2K league. Uh, certainly at the shooting guard position uh, is really. Someone said this the other day at practice. He's the last of a dying breed of these catch and shoot elite sharpshooter guards. 
Um, and that pairs just so nicely with Josh's ability to create for the rest of the team. So I'm um, looking forward to see his, his progress over the course of the season, because also, you know, keep in mind that the start of last season, he wasn't a great shooting guard in our league. And at the end, he was, I think one of the, certainly in the top 10, top eight conversation. Um, so I expect him to take another similar leap this year. And if he does, then he'll be really spectacular for us. And uh, for Scorio, um, I have to tell you, like Scorio has got to be one of the more underrated players in the league. I, I truly think it, um, his, his, overall aptitude for the game he's he's brilliant honestly i think that when we traded for for scorio we didn't expect the uh off the court uh knowledge of the game to be as impressive as it is and uh he's really helped i think the rest of the room improve in different ways especially defensively um an elite corner defender that just understands the game at a high level makes impressive reads in real time and uh on on the offensive side and um just just a, a solid voice his voice is so important to our room and um, i expect to have a big season i actually think that by the end of this year uh, obviously, if we're a successful team, that a lot of people will be saying he could be in the most improved conversation, uh, and and also could probably be in like the top five centers in the league. I, I actually think that's a ceiling um, that he could get there this year uh, if if you know we progress as as we should. With you, May, having been a part of many different Magic gaming teams these last few years, uh, what stands out about this group that may have been missing uh, the prior few years? Uh, you can you can make an argument that this is the the closest close knit uh, Magic gaming team we've had. Uh, my apartment is is flooded with all the players every every night, and uh, so that's something that usually dwindles away after like the first month of the year. But with this team, uh, everyone's kind of very close and just does stuff uh, off the game and on the game, which also can lead to like, you know, extra film time and, or just, just regular quality time with your teammates. So I think that'll, that'll help us uh, improve this year compared to other years. And uh, hopefully it continues. You mentioned film just before. How much do you enjoy watching film from your own games, from other teams games, trying to get an idea of what you can do better, things that you might be doing well and how you can really exploit that in different situations. Uh, do you take a uh, pride in the amount of film that you watch, not just independently, but also collectively with your team? Yeah. So me personally, if I'm, if I'm watching by myself, I'll typically just focus on myself. But if I'm watching with the, the rest of the group, uh, I'll probably maybe point out one thing I noticed, especially defensively that could, could have been a little better. And then usually on a game day, I'll, I'll watch the other team really closely, especially their offense or just their inbounds to see if I can pick up on a tendency that can help us create a turnover for whether it's me or or a teammate. And uh, yeah, usually, I mean, if you can just put one thing to create one play, then I think it's a pretty successful film. And as I said earlier, you've been with Magic Gaming for four years, but you've been in the NBA 2K League for five years. Uh, do you feel like your, your leadership qualities have really improved over the years where you can kind of take that leadership role, especially in situations where the team needs a voice in the room or maybe in a situation where it's a pressure pack game and you have to sort of keep everybody calm? Do you kind of feel like you've grown in that area? I feel like I can uh, lead by example, but I also... Um... I guess sometimes like the room will be interested in like my former pro am team RG. They'll like ask like how 
what did we do to be like so successful? So I try to pull things like from that, like knowing what worked or even like comparing it to, to like what worked for the wizards. Cause I do see similarities with that. So uh, yeah, I try to just kind of help what, especially mindset wise, like what we can do as a group to be our own identity and our own culture. And hopefully it'll lead to us being as good a team we can be. Going around the league a bit, uh, what's the general consensus, Jonah, about which teams look good on paper, besides your own, of course, in 5v5? It became obvious as the 3v3 portion of the season went on, which teams kind of thrived in that mode, but which teams were built primarily for 5v5? Yeah, I think if you're if you're talking about community perception, uh, not necessarily my opinion. Um, I would say Genji is certainly one of which that, that the the league is looking at to say like, hey, you know, they they acquired Crush in the offseason. and really last year was their maybe their weakness was was kind of that position and role for them that they thought was their lockdown and the leadership from that position and the ability to be vocal. So on paper, they're pretty impressive. I think um, staying in the East, I would say Brooklyn. Uh, in New York are both pretty impressive rosters. Obviously, Brooklyn with what is likely the, 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 you know, unanimous, um, rookie of the year in greens, uh, looks really impressive so far and with shots and, and a couple guys that there are a lot of veterans and smart players. And the Knicks obviously have a ton of talent. And, um, you know, we expect Milwaukee to be good. We expect Minnesota to be good, but I think the best team on paper is probably Golden State. Um, after the trade they made this, this week, the Warriors acquired Cease, uh, for, for guns, aka Hezzy, aka OVC. Um, and so I think since that move happened, I think that they're the favorite on paper. Um, but, you know, as we've learned in the 2K League, paper teams do not always translate. And at the end of the day, there's going to be a lot of a lot of change between the month of the month of May here. And when we get to the real, real impressive, uh, important games in, in you know late July, early August. And May, you've always played a front court position. What are the key differences with 5v5 when it comes to playing either center or power forward, especially in this year's game mode? I feel like uh, I'll speak on being Oreo for that, especially. Uh, I feel like we complement each other really nice. I think he's someone that likes to take up half the court, guard in the corner with his with big center, and I like to play aggressive at the power forward role, like guarding the back end of the pick and roll. And I feel like that's a very that'll be a very crucial part of our success is how well we work together and. Adding in Maddie, the other front court player, uh, just being in, in good sync, I feel like we've improved actually on that end as the 5v5 scrimmages have really picked up, uh, whether it's like switches or rotations or uh, just trusting Maddie to get the stop and I'm kind of just guarding the paint that play. Uh, so I feel like our three as a sync will really be super important for our success, especially on the defensive end. That's awesome. Well, that is all the time we have for this edition of the Magic Gaming Podcast. Thanks again to both Jonah and May for coming aboard. As discussed earlier, Magic Gaming will play their first 5v5 game of the season on Wednesday, May 24th at 9 p.m. against Wizards District Gaming. And also mentioned earlier, be sure to come out to the Lead Lake Nona Sports and Health Tech Accelerator on Sunday at 2 p.m., where you will be able to watch Magic Gaming play Hornets Venom GT. Uh, there will be plenty of opportunity to meet the Magic Gaming players and learn more about the NBA 2K League. So thanks once again and continue to stay tuned for future episodes.